Hi, this is Ty Cohen, creator of Kindle Cashflow, and you're listening to Act Local, marketing for small business. Act Local, Local. Marketing, marketing for small business, small business. Episode, episode 140. 140. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. This is episode 140, and I'm the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. You know, every week I show up here at Act Local Marketing with a special strategy that I share with you. I always call it today's takeaway because I truly believe you can take this one item today, walk away with it, implement it in your business, and it's going to help you move a step further into prosperity. Now, I also always invite a special guest, someone who's got expertise in some aspect of business marketing that is also going to help you thrive. And today's guest is returning. He's been here before. He's going to speak about my favorite social media site, Twitter. Yes, Twitter. It is one of the more difficult social media platforms to master. But once you do, it's a lot of fun. So please do not miss this one. I, I'm, I'm determined to convince you to be using Twitter. Twitter's tricky. Make no mistake about it. It's true. After all, you're only getting 140 characters to make your point. And if you're long-winded like me, that can become quite difficult. That one characteristic right there makes using Twitter for marketing uh, quite the challenge. So how do clever marketers make Twitter work for them? Let's get to today's takeaway. This is your promised action item that I want to share with you. So look up this interesting article from Social Bro, and you can find them. That's www.socialbro.com, socialbro.com. And the article is titled, Shh. 12 Twitter Marketing Secrets for Ambitious Social Media Marketers. Now, if your first thought was, I'm not ambitious when it comes to social media and especially not Twitter, well, first of all, that's just sad. And second, I'm going to share only the highlights, not all 12 secrets. Trust me, I never steer you wrong, okay? First secret is lead generation cards. I find this one really interesting. Twitter has made it possible to include a link in your tweet that allows you to capture an email address and the Twitter account handle associated with it. You can pin a tweet to the top of your profile page, offering a freebie if you offer 
uh, if your follower will sign up to your email list, that is. So this whole Twitter card thing uh, to capture emails is pretty nifty. Second secret is IFTTT. I've mentioned this uh, third-party software before, and it's really awesome. IFTTT is clearly an acronym, and it stands for If This Then That, a phrase uh, any of you programmers out there you'll enjoy. IFTTT allows you to set up a series of events between different online properties, and that includes Twitter. If TTT calls them recipes, okay, each, each different process that you set up is a recipe at if this, then that. So for example, you can set up if this, then that to automatically upload your Instagram images to Twitter so they show up as a regular image in your feed. So you should really, and they do a lot of other things, not just Twitter related, lots and lots of things. So you should really check out if this, then that. And I believe online, it's the acronym, www.ifttt.com. Finally, remember I promised not to go through all 12. So finally, don't be afraid to share the same content more than once. And that's not to say that you should tweet the same message, you know, six times straight and never say anything else or never share other people's content. No, keep to your good etiquette practices. But you can put one message in a rotation with something like uh, Tweet Jukebox. You can look them up online. I'm, I'm dropping a lot of URLs today. TweetJukebox.com. So why is this important? Because according to Social Bro, this article that I'm directing you to, the sixth time you tweet the same message, it still receives 70% of its original engagement. So, you know, just because you say something once doesn't mean everyone uh, was there to listen to it. It doesn't hurt to say it again. There are many more strategies that are simple to use and make that 140 characters really work for you. So drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I can help you with your Twitter marketing strategy. And that is today's takeaway. So please connect with me. Find me on Facebook or Twitter or Google Plus and follow me so that I can get to know you better. And please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review on iTunes. Those reviews are important to me. They help me get in front of more business owners just like you to help them grow their business so that we can grow the economy together. And it's time for a short break. But when we return, my returning guest, Gary Loper, is here. And he is already at the front of the room. He's ready to go. So stay tuned. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Hey, Ag Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. 
Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish the Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote the Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together the Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast.com. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And I want to welcome back a guest today, Gary Loper. He is our Twitterverse master. Wait till you hear this. Gary has a really strong background in marketing and sales with 30 plus, I'm not even going to tell you how many plus, years of customer service and 15 years of direct sales and social media experience. Gary's social media consulting can absolutely train you to make the best use of social media sites like Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn, just to name the big three, so that you find your way around and engage first with your new friends. Times have changed. You hear me talk about it all the time. No longer are customers wooed by commercials and pitches. They don't want to be talked at in that way. They're looking for relationships that they can feel good about. A balance of engagement and content will be your magnet to attract new customers and referrals. And Gary is just the guy to help you do that. Gary, welcome back to Act Local. Oh, Marketing. thank you. It's a pleasure. It's, you know, it, when you were talking, it just sort of touched on me again. You know, it is relationships. And, you know, when you start starting to 30 plus years of customer service, and I'm thinking, okay, well, all of our relationships, our marriages and everything else, that's customer service. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's all relationships, whether it's yeah. business or personal, that's really what it all boils down to. Yeah. And, and if you practice there and if you practice being able to make your partner, make your family a satisfied customer, then you're going to have the tools that you're going to need to be able to do the business and do the business well and succeed. Yeah. And just imagine if if, uh, if everybody had that mindset, you know, if it was always about the relationship first. Well, know? that's that's why we're here. And I think that's the big shift that that's happening that social media has done is leveled the playing field. There are hundreds of thousands of people doing the same things that each one of us are doing. And social media allows us to be able to create a differentiation, to be able to create a relationship. And just like in your dating, 
to be able to, you know, what do you do when you date? Have a couple dates, you go through there, and it's a it's a seduction process, isn't it? Yeah. And you you want to be able to do that, and you don't want to go into the molestation part and go, hey, buy my stuff right away. Yep. Because it, there's a lot of people who are doing that, but the, like you said, people are looking for relationships. They want a bridge. They want a connection on they can so they can feel good about investing their money into solving their problems and working with you. And you know, you just brought an, another idea to to mind for me is a lot of times when I work with uh, business owners who are older, you know, not twenty somethings or thirty somethings. They look at all the noise on social media and they say, yeah, but there's so many people who do what I do. Why would I get on there and add to the noise? And what you're, you're missing is exactly what Gary was talking about in relating your marketing to dating. You know, there's, you could date a thousand people, but they're not all going to be interesting to you that you want a second date with. Right. And that has to do with who you are as a person and how you build a relationship. And that's why it's different. It doesn't matter how many people do exactly what you do. Right. What matters is you sharing who you are as you build relationships with the, you end up getting the right people to do business with. Right. And I think what happens, you know, a couple of people that we've worked with, we've encouraged them to be able to bring parts of their personality out. Mm -hmm. You know, one guy was a big Star Wars fan. (laughs) Another guy was a big Star Trek fan. I sense a war coming. Well, no, but they weren't in, they didn't even know about each other. But but the thing of it is, is that that extension of personality, like we said, when people are looking for a bridge. So we put a lot of Yoda quotes and Obi-Wan quotes out into his stream and people started responding to him. And the same thing with the Trekkie because he was, you know, Kirk and Spock and Bones yeah, and everything sure. And so you put those messages out there so people then have a bridge to connect with you. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a differentiation because they got business because they extended a personal, a part of their personality into their persona out on, online to be able to attract people. Yes, absolutely. I remember several years ago having a conversation with a gentleman who I think was in the real estate, maybe commercial real estate industry. And he was talking, he was asking questions about his LinkedIn profile, and he was reluctant to include on his profile the fact that his hobby, or one of his hobbies, is that he's a beekeeper. Mm. And immediately, you know, my thought was, uh, how many people do you think are beekeepers? How many people do you think in your area that do what you do are beekeepers? None of them. That's such a unique an interesting fact about you. Why wouldn't you want people to know that? Exactly. So those are the kinds of things you want in your head. And, and especially with this guy with his beekeeper, because the things that are going on now, bees are endangered. And with that, there's a lot of food supply questions. So for him to be able to put that forward is going to just bring more conversations about all, the whole global aspects about uh, pollinization and bees. Right. And, and, there, and then he'll get to meet more people who yep. might need his services that he can build exactly. relationships with. Exactly. So I know you from Twitter. So I know you're a big Twitter guy. Gary's a big deal on Twitter. And that I, people on this podcast <laughs> have heard me talk about the fact that Twitter is probably my favorite of all the social media platforms. I just enjoy it the most. So it's got its own uh, quirks, you know, and, and difficulties about it. So talk to people about how... How you develop 
what you say on Twitter. I know it confounds people a little bit because of the the limitations of well, the length of the message. Well, the length of the message is 140 characters. Right. And so what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to craft your tweet. And what I've broken tweet the tweets down in, your tweet should contain one of the four one or more of the following elements of effective tweeting is my four E's. Mm. Is those tweets should be entertaining. Now, entertaining is subjective, so you have to be able right. to see what your audience is going to be able to respond to. They need to be educational. And it's not an education to tell us how good your juice is to cure the conchus of bonkus. <laughs> If, if you if you do have a health product or whatever it is, bring in third-party validation. You know, bring in a Hopkins, bring in a Mayo Clinic article that supports what you do. Mm-hmm. You also want to be able to enhance their lives. And this is where, you know, I share a lot of the inspirational messages. Mm-hmm. I'll go on to a lot of tweet streams and they're just news feeds or they're just rambling and there's, there's nothing on there that there's a connection that if I feel good about you, that I can feel safe, that I can retweet something. Mm-hmm. Now, this is an important thing is because if you say, oh, go to my page and retweet my stuff, and all it is is promotion, I don't know you that well. I'm, it means I have to go in and read all your stuff to do this stuff. By providing some inspirational messages like that, it gives you it gives people something safe to retweet. And if they're retweeting your motivational messages, you're attracting new people to come into your audience and they're going to be glancing at your stuff. And the more eyeballs that you have on your entire stream are all, is all a good thing. Yes, absolutely. And then you want to be able to engage. The fourth E is engagement. And engagement is something that you have to be able to give first to get. People will go out there and, you know, because they're still in that selling platform and they'll say, oh, well, you know, you know, come to my, come to my, my uh, webinar, do, see my show, buy my, buy my book, come to my class. And people are going, well, so what? <laughs> like it's everybody else. But I think what really happens is almost half the people who are active on Twitter are voyeurs they're watchers they're just seeing what's going on and they're seeing how you're going to interact and they want to see you talking to somebody else so you know go find the influencers in your community and start interacting with them so that people see that there's actual voice behind your your messages and there's a reality and so that people will see, oh, okay, so I see his tonality. I see how he responds to other people. So if I reach out to them, I'm going to be able to get that same kind of response. It's, you know, they're, they're all checking you out. But those are kind of secondary thing. I think the most important thing that you do is like any, any business first step is decide what is your purpose. Mm-hmm. Why okay. are, you know, that's a good point. Step back. Why, why are you doing this? Why do you want yeah. to be on Twitter? Exactly. And that's why, you know, the most important real estate on Twitter is your profile and your header Mm -hmm. is to be able to get that 160 characters in your profile. All of those, everything on Twitter is search search engine index. So you can be able to put the keywords on there. So, Mm -hmm. you know, mindset coach, Twitter expert, but, you know, speaker. So what are people what are they typing into Google? What are they going to type into the Twitter search to find you? How do you want to come up? And so the, you want to be able to get that out there. Um, you also want to be able to have 
a warm, genuine, smiling photo. That's so important, Gary. Yep, because businesses, people are tempted to be able to put their their logo up there. And let's, you know, unless you're McDonald's or FedEx and some uh, logo that's identifiable, easy, go through there. But let your smile be your first logo. Let's connect person to person. That's what people is. This is social networking and be able to do that. And then what you can do with your logo is you put your logo up in the banner. And that banner is that big billboard that's behind your photo up there and you can be able to put everything up there so if you go to twitter.com forward slash gary loper you'll see mine and we've got you know images of my ebooks you know i restated my profile because when people first click on you got four to ten seconds and the profile for twitter is down underneath the photo so it's not in natural eye movement right so i restated the my uh, profile up in the banner so people can see who I am, what I can do, and how I can be able to help them. Show them other connections, talk to them about my Twitter party and other things that we're doing. And you can be able to use that to be able to capture their attention and let them know how you can be able to serve them. Because if they don't get that message on on what's in it for them in the four to 10 seconds, there's you know millions of other people to go click through and go find solutions to their problems. Yeah. <laughs> And they want to they want to know that you're you're real and you're there are a lot of fake accounts that get started on. Oh Twitter. yeah, yep. they want to know you're a real person and not uh, not just some promotional it, fake account that somebody set up that they're going to start blasting everyone with. And and that's why it's important to have a daily presence on Twitter is yeah. to be able to get on there and even thanking people for retweets. If you've got no other conversation going on in your stream, but thanking for people for retweets or talking to other people so that people see that you're live and you're engaged. Mm -hmm. And then through that, you're going to attract more things because your authenticity is going to show up in your words and your, and your energy transmits through your picture and through your words. And it's it's not that hard to ask someone a question. You know, you go through the feed and you see something interesting to ask them a, a question about it. Or if you click through and read a blog post or an article they shared to comment, on it. I mean, it's not hard to get a conversation started <coughs> oh, if you're no. actually paying attention. Yeah, and especially if you're looking at other people who are in your industry, some of your, you know, the mentors, you know, the people that are high up on the hills, you know, the Tony Robbins and Dyers and stuff, you know, yeah. they're very little, very little chance they're going to respond to you. But look at some of those second and third, fourth layer people in each one of your industries or those couple steps ahead of you and reach out to them and find out how they're doing it and, and what they're doing and how they're talking to people. Right. And it's, you know, it, that's it's it. almost like a way of networking. It is to use a, a term that a lot of local business owners are familiar with, you know, when they go meet in real life, you know, face to face with people, it's really the same skill set that you're just pulling into the electronic age and doing digitally. Right. Exactly. And I think one of the things that, you know, resonate with me with networking is it's not about you. So if you focus on them and solving their problems and connections, that's where the mastery comes in. And another, you know, a huge thing about networking is you want to be able to be connected to as many people as you possibly can on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You're not going to sell everybody, every, everybody who's connected to you. 
So so just going after your ideal market, you know, it's it's a good part of your strategy. But you also want to be able to have part of your strategy under the premise of that everybody you connect with is the gatekeeper for everybody else that they know. Mm-hmm. So even though, you know, there's, you know, a yoga instructor, you know, in, in North Carolina who's connected to me and they may not be doing Twitter, but they may have somebody else that they know that will need my service. And if they, they believe, they believe in me and they have trust in me, they're going to be easy to, to refer me to somebody else that they know. And that's that's the that's the networking part of it. It's referrals, building that trust, being authentic, and letting allowing people to be able to, to flow to you. Right. So so let's examine that a little bit. We've equated Twitter and actually all of social media uh, to more of a it's more of a networking process than it is an advertising process. Mm-hmm. And yet. You know, a lot of people who come into social media new think of it as, oh, free advertising. Cool. Let me just push out my stuff before they learn their lesson, sometimes the hard way. (laughs) But it's not wrong to also uh, advertise your wares necessarily on Twitter. So give people an idea of what what is that balance? What's that balancing act where it's when's it okay to say, oh, and by the way, I have a thing coming up if you'd like to apply for it or buy it or reserve it or whatever it is your business versus any of the other kinds of content that you're sharing well i think these you know the very easy answer it's you know the formula that goes throughout a whole lot of other business the whole Pareto principle that 80 20 is just fall into that 80 percent of your your content should be about them those four e's focus on that 20 percent is then about you but what's even more magical is if you can be able to have other people promote you and 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 that's another thing so you know if we're working together and if you have a show and i say you know you know, check check out the the next act local marketing show. Is you know you're going to talk about Bob Bob Bob, and then if you've got a a network of people who are all supporting each other, mm-hmm. then you know you don't have to sit there and beat the drum, <laughs> your your own drum, and do right. the self promotion. And that was difficult for me in the beginning. Is just even putting my own blog posts out. It was hard for me to be able to hit that enter button and, and hit that promotion. But it- that's that's an interesting concept that that you just brought up. Would it be worthwhile to seek out uh, advantageous partners? I I believe and so. Cre- and intentionally create this sort of ring, yep. you know, to promote one another. Yeah, you know, I, I've heard about things, and it's you know, and it's a crude thing. And you know, I've heard it, you know, that they're like, like farms mm. for Facebook and anything else, but a collaborative effort. So, you know, what is, what is Kiwanis? What are the net, you know, what are some of these other groups? They're all, you know, they're all, you know, supporting one another to be able to get up and get going. Right. So if you're able to be able to do that and just imagine, you know, so if you're just trying to be able to do it all yourself, yeah, what a monumental task. Okay, so here, here's a, here's a huge example, and this is where this this idea came for me. Is I mean, you may know that I'm a big fan of Bob Berg and a you know certified in the Go Giver and Endless Referral Coaching Programs. Mm-hmm. And the Go Giver is a great book. Yes. It's about about you know shifting your your process from getting to giving. Mm-hmm. In Bob's book called Go Giver Sells More. 
which is real life stories and about how people use these stratospheric laws of success in their business to be better. Mm-hmm. There was a story, I think it was like in page 44 or something early on in the book where there were a group of people who were unemployed. They all lost their job and they were all getting together and to be able to commiserate about, Oh, we can't find a job. Right. Somebody read the go giver book and say, Hey, let's go apply these things. So what they did is they decided I'm not going to promote for myself. I'm going to go promote and look for jobs for everybody else in the network. Oh, interesting. So you're not allowed to promote for yourself. Everybody else is out looking for you. Interesting. And they wound up finding more jobs than they had people. And I, I'm not sure that, but it's, you know, it would have been a great thing to be able to start, you know, a, a employment service from there because yeah. they they found a way to be able to do that. But just looking at because it's so much easier for somebody else to promote you and do that. And, you know, aren't you more apt to click on something where you say, hey, you know, go check out my friend Bob. He's doing this thing. Go, go check out, you know, check out Nancy and check, check their stuff out. Yeah. And that's I'm, I'm sure there's a psychological basis to that, but you're yep. absolutely right. It's so much easier to pick up the phone. And I don't like uh, cold calling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate right? it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> and, <laughs> but it's much easier for me to pick up a phone and contact a total stranger on behalf of someone else. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really have any qualms about that, but doing it for me is it's almost as if I shackle my own hands together. I just, I can't bring myself to do it. Yeah. So that that's a way around. I know a lot of people have the same problem, but that would be a way around it to create these uh, sometimes in marketing terms, we call them joint ventures, joint ventures, collaborations, collectives, whatever, whatever term that you want to be able to use. It's a mastermind and to be able to help support one another grow. Yeah. And think about it, people at, you know, cause this, podcast is dedicated towards you know local businesses who are trying to figure out their marketing and figure out things like social media which you absolutely should be using just because you're on main street usa doesn't mean that you shouldn't be using all these digital technologies you absolutely should but there there have to be other businesses within your area that are good for you as a partner you have the same you're not in uh, competition with one another but your clients are the same people exactly and you know, Twitter is a huge way to be able to find those. So if you don't know them, you can be able to type in your city into the Twitter search and you're going to be able to bring up every, you know, every tweet that has that city into it, mm-hmm. everybody who has that sweaty, the city in their profile. Right. But there's an advanced feature on the, the, the advanced search feature where you can be able to go down to specific terms within a zip code. Mm-hmm. To be able to be able to go find that, right? So if you're a massage therapist, you know, you know, who are your other clients, right? Yeah. So metaphysical bookstores, health food stores, everything else. So you want to be able to go find and, and connect with those people, like you said, who already has your clients, and that 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 you're both going to be advantageous for, and, and find a way to work together with each other. But that's just a you know, it's the advanced search on Twitter is a great way to be able to bore down into your into your neighborhoods and find out who's already there and what kind of what kind of traction they have and then you can also watch and learn what they're doing well and be able to replicate that right. and it's also it's also a great way to find the people who are also doing a similar thing to what you're doing and again replicate what they're doing well but most important is look for what they're not doing 
and then start excelling on them by doing that you know, incredible. And then you'll be, you'll, you know, you'll be more attractive. You'll be able to charge more because you're providing more value. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Um, so smart, very smart strategies. I want to take a very quick break. Can you hold on for a minute? Oh, certainly. Oh, thank you so much. You are listening to act local marketing for small business where my friend Gary Loper, he knows the Twitter verse, believe you me. He is giving us a lot of inside information about how really to make uh, not just Twitter, but social media in general, really effective in your business. So hold on for a minute. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Axe Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy, she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now, it's Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my guest today, Gary Loper. Gary is a big deal on Twitter. Your your handle is at Gary Loper, right? Yes. Yep. At Gary Loper. You can yep. find him there and start to learn. You know what? It's always a good idea to go to an expert like Gary and sort of check out how they set their profile up. Read his tweets. See, you know, what is he putting out? What kind of conversations is he having? Because you can learn the language and the etiquette of the platform by looking at people who know what they're doing. Exactly. And, oh, and oh, yeah. you're so much further ahead in the game. Right. And that's one thing I want to always um, try to be able to teach people, especially when they're new on Twitter, because when they get on is look at it takes time to be able to find your voice. Mm-hmm. It takes thousands to tweet to be able to build your reputation, but only one to ruin it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I always suggest to people is when you first get on Twitter, 
don't try to sell anything until you have 2,000 tweets and 2,000 followers. Mm, that's, a, that's a good rule of thumb. And because that is what I found, and it may even take longer, but that takes the time to be able for you to be able to get your thoughts down into 140 characters. You're going to be able to see how people are responding to you, and you're and it's going to allow your audience to be able to be attracted to you, come to you. But it's also they're going to be able to figure out if they're going to respond to you. Right. So that 2000 level is is a great way to be able to look at and say, okay, when I first get on here, these are my baby steps. I'm going to learn how to be able to walk through this thing. And I think what happens for a lot of people is they, you know, they get, they, they start up an account and they want to run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, they, and, they and they go out and they follow 2000 people and have no followers. And that doesn't look so great either. No. And yeah, because you're not attracting them and, and, you know, Twitter has clamped down on, you know, the automated uh, follow, following machines that used to be able to be out there or made it very hard to be able to do it. Yeah. So now you're really more reliant and than ever on attraction marketing mm-hmm. is being able to have your message, utilize hashtags, you know, so if you're a local business, make sure that you use, you know, the name of your city and the hashtag so you can be able to, you know, anybody who's looking for you, you know, looking for Cincinnati, you know, hashtag Cincy or whatever it is, whatever the popular hashtags are for your town or your area, utilize that because that's the bigger conversation. Right. And then, so if you got people who are going to the bigger conversation about the city, all right, then you know that they're they're in your your in your area, and they're a potential for you to be able to find out if they're prospects for you. Yeah. Plus, it shows that you're very aware that you're part of a community. Yes. Yes. You know, not just everyone on planet Earth who's using Twitter, <laughs> but you're you know you're part of a community, and that real that I know that that matters to you as a local oh, business. You right. are part of the community and <coughs> you can still find that sense of your local community on a social media platform by doing exactly what Gary was talking about, you know, using the hashtags, finding out that's part of the etiquette again, you know, how are people who are in my vicinity physically on the planet, how are they, you know, tracking these conversations together? Now, let me ask you a question, Gary. I, I have often, whenever I tell somebody, that I really like Twitter and they give me that sort of deer in the headlights look about, I don't understand Twitter. I don't get it. Isn't that where people tell you what they had for lunch? Like I hear that all the time. And I always tell them, well, occasionally someone might, <laughs> might take a picture of what they're having for lunch or whatever. And people just don't get it. So ex- explain for us what kind of personal information should we be sharing on Twitter or even location, you know, there are things like uh, Foursquare was a big deal and and people will share, you know, when they check in on Yelp or they check in on Foursquare, they'll share it on Twitter. I'm, uh, you know, I'm over here at the dry cleaner. You know, it, is that interesting to people? It depends, you know, and it depends, again, on what your purpose is and why you're on Twitter. What I have found is that the founders of Twitter designed Twitter to be a global town square. Okay. So, you know, at, you know, Saturday morning, everybody packs up their cars and their trucks. They go to the town square and they open up the trunk, set up a table, and everybody's selling their stuff, singing their songs, political rants, whatever it is. And, you know, 
you have an option to be able to check all of this stuff out. It's a you know giant ocean of conversation, and that gets overwhelming. Yeah. And you can't be able to do that. And that's why some of the tools and the teachings that, that we help people with is to be able to help narrow that down so you can find the conversations that are relevant to you mm-hmm. and be able to connect with that. So what conversations do you want to add to, you know, what, you know, who has the audience that you want to find and go through that. And it's, it's just narrowing it down and finding the niche, okay. you know, but you know, it's interesting is again, some people will find the lunch the lunch topics, interesting. You know, again, one of the founders of, of Twitter, I saw an interview with him. He said, you know, my mom loves that. <laughs> she, said, she loves that aspect of it? She loves the fact that she's got, she's, got, she's got six kids who are spread across the country. And so when we tweet about our lunch or that we arrive safe someplace, mom feels good that we're still alive and well. <laughs> interesting. So I guess so, it really so, does depend on why you're there. And it has to do with your personality, you yep. know, the voice of you and what you find important and all right. kinds of things. Yeah, so so for me as a Twitter expert and, and a mindset coach and the inspiration, things that I want to be able to do, sharing lunch has no connection to what I'm doing. Right. Unless there's a Twitter bird pie or something that I'm eating or something, <laughs> you know. But, you know, does it have a connection with what your purpose is? And if it does, then be able to utilize it because then people are looking for that bridge so they can be able to connect with you. Right. But it, but if it doesn't have anything to do with it, and that's another part, you know, we're all multifaceted. We got a lot of interests. You know, I use an example a lot of time, you know, one guy that I met with networking, he was a massage therapist and a landscaper. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. And, well, there's artistic and, you know, <laughs> As, as a massage therapist myself, I, I could see the bridge. But putting that message out on Twitter would be confusing because you're talking about two different things. So what you want to be able to do is focus on the main thing. You know, and again, what are, you know, what, what problem are you going to solve for people? You know, my focus is Twitter because, I th- you know, I think we can be able to teach them about relationship marketing and how to be able to utilize that. But when you work with me for Twitter, you're also going to get the all the advantages of my personal development, my business development, my marketing skills, all of those other things that I'm going to be able to bring into the table. So you just find an umbrella on how you can be able to introduce yourself into the Twitterverse, bring all of those other tools as supportive of what you do. And then that brings your message down to a finer point because people are looking for an expert and they don't want to be confused because if a confused mind won't buy and they're going to click on to somebody else who's going to come to them and say, I'm all about Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So how about the, the age old thing? Don't talk about, you know, politics and religion, right? How much of, of you personally should you be sharing on social media? What, how do I gauge that? Again, it depends on what your purpose is. If your industry is strictly within the beliefs of your political or your religious beliefs, then go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I talked to somebody once who had a, um, they, they did fire repellent clothing. Okay. And they told me, he said, oh, you know, well, we have this business, but we want to start sharing um, passages and verses from our religion. 
And so I, you know, listened to him for a while and went down and I said, Hey, does your product save anybody else's lives who may not have the same religious belief as you do? And they said, yeah. I says, well, do you want to, are you going to be able to let all those souls perish because they don't believe the same thing as you do? Are they potential customers for you? So you have to be able to look at that. Is, is your, does your product and service, is your audience, does it serve a bigger need? And then if it does, sharing your political and your religious stuff could alienate people. I, you know, there was one coach I was thinking about working with and up until, a, you know, a political rant and that was in 2012 and he went on a political rant that was contrary to the belief that I had. Right. And that turned you off automatically. Tur- turned me off. I didn't buy it. If I didn't know, I would have bought into the program. Right. But I did know and it repelled me. So that's the biggest thing that you have to be able to weigh out. If it's advantageous and if you just want to work within people within that specific niche, then go ahead and be able to do that. But if you're if you have a bigger appeal and a bigger market, then you have to be able to be careful and keep that keep that stuff to yourself. And you know, repel is a good word. It's not it's not a negative word, right? It it just means that Push away. Yeah. yeah, push away. There there are certain views that you might hold that will automatically make people stop and go, hmm, I, I probably would not want to be friends with that person. So if I don't want to mm-hmm. be friends with them, why would I want to do business with them? Because exactly. remember, Gary's talking about you know creating relationships. So it's not not telling you don't be who you are. Be, be who you are. But you know, would you put a poster up in your place of business necessarily? Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, it could it, repel people because of your beliefs. Well, if the answer is yes, then you probably should be sharing that stuff on social media. But if you wouldn't do it in your physical business, then you shouldn't be saying the same things in, in social media where it's amplified, you know, to the nth degree. Right. And what you can be able to do is so if you feel that you have to be able to get some of that stuff out, create another account under under a fictitious name or something else that may not be able to be directly connected back to what you're what you're doing so it's you know so if you you know if it bubbling if it bubbling out of you and you have to be able to and if you have to be able to get that out then you just you know create create another account fictitious name and it's almost like another brand another aspect of who you are something else that you want to yeah. discuss so that it doesn't confuse people from what uh, what you do for a business. I mean, lots of people have hobbies and interests that have nothing to do with with their business. And to to mix up the message for people from a marketing standpoint, like you said, a confused mind never buys. They have mm-hmm. no clue what to do with you exactly. if yep. you confuse them. <coughs> so there was this time that I was sitting in a diner with a a couple of ladies and I checked in on, you know, some social app that I was at this diner having lunch with these two friends that, cause we were at a conference, right? I was just doing a little, Hey, we're at this conference kind of thing. And one of the ladies said, well, aren't you worried that everybody knows where you are now? <laughs> As if, I don't know, uh, there were, there were going to be a bunch of people showing up at the door. <laughs> the door of this diner saying we heard Kaylin's here and, then, <laughs> and I said to her she said aren't you worried that strangers know where you are 
And I looked around the diner. It was a pretty big one. And I said, all these strangers know where I am. You know, they might not know my name, but, you know, it didn't worry me. But some of that stuff does worry people. It, it, it does, and they can be. And it probably if you watch a lot of TV and you, and you get into that. But I'm of the mindset of what you think about you're going to attract. Yeah. So, so the you know your mind cannot differentiate between negative and positive, and whatever your most dominant thought is, that's what you're going to get. So if you if you put it out there that you're going to you know you know uh, that you're out there in public and people will swarm that or people will go find your house and because they know that you're away, so right, rob there, blind, there's all there. there's all those other possibilities, but. There's probably a level of realism that that may happen, but you have to take the precautions, you know, you know, you know, make sure that you have a P.O. box listed on your website. Make it difficult for people to find your actual physical address. So a lot of the other things that you can be able to do, but, you know, again, whatever your purpose is. So if you're telling people that you're out and about and if you tell them you're at this diner, then the diner is getting all that publicity. Yes. And there's, a, and there's, and there's, and there's, there's, so there's so many other good aspects of it. And, you know, even mentioning Foursquare, you know, it's, you know, there's a lot of things that local businesses can be able to do that. Because if somebody says, oh, they checked into the diner and you got a business that's three blocks, two, two, three blocks away. And so then you can be able to send a message to somebody that you know that's in the neighborhood. Yes. I can't hey. tell you how many times I've uh, I've tried out a new restaurant or a new chain of some sort, and I get on Twitter and I look them up and I tweet them, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm trying out your your new such and such food or yogurt or whatever it is, and and this is a really good flavor. I'm really enjoying it, right? And I can't tell you how often they they absolutely get back to me. You know, they'll retweet it. Which think about how many followers some of these large chains, large businesses have, right? And they retweet mm -hmm. and they talk back to me. And that's just exposure for you oh. and oh, your yeah. business because you're having a conversation telling someone that you appreciate their product. Right. And it is, again, it's another bridge. So whether it's yogurt or it's ice cream or it's Thai food or whatever else, again, they're saying, hey, oh, she likes Thai food. So, you know, I like Thai food. So that just gives another pe people another opportunity to, sit, to build a rapport with you. And as a business owner, if someone does that to your business and your account, hey, I stopped in and I, I really uh, enjoyed that sale, that 20% off that thing I was wanting to buy, make sure that you interact with them. You know, oh, exactly. You appreciate them, and you tell people to follow them. And see, see, here's another thing. This was another thing because of the um, the hairstylist that I go to. She told me she does not do any local print advertising anymore. Hmm. Everything is Facebook and Twitter. Interesting, especially because, for a salon. I mean, that's well. She she's on she's on St. Pete Beach. Yeah. And so, so there's a lot of people's, and so she's listed in, you know, in the chamber thing, in the mm -hmm. city, all the other things. So when people are coming for vacation and they're looking for hair, and that's what she's relying. She's relying on a lot of that walk-in tourist traffic, mm -hmm. and, it, and that's all coming through social media for her. And it's working. It's yeah, it's working for her and it's not costing her anything. Right. She's not she's not paying hundreds of dollars for yellow pages or a hundred dollars every month for an ad in the community newspaper. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. and, and then people are sharing that. Sure. Very smart. Very smart. 
Well, my friend, th- this has been a lot of good information. Where can people get more of you if they want some help specifically with their business? Well, on, on Twitter, at Gary Loper, G-A-R-Y-L-O-P-E-R. My website is GaryLoper.com, and you can be able to check out the Twitter services, the eBooks that we have, coaching things, packages that we have available to be able to help them. And you know, if they're interested in wanting to be able to learn how specifically they can be able to take a bigger step into the Twitterverse, um, just reach out to me on Twitter or email me, Gary at GaryLoper.com, and let me know. And then we'll set up a time where we'll do a, a free consultation where we'll look at your Twitter account, we'll look at the possibilities and point you in the right direction and see if it's a if there's a good probability of us working together that we can be able to help support you and to be able to reach the people you want to talk to. Cool. I hope people take advantage of that. That's a, It's a very good deal to be able to go... Uh, Go ask some questions on, on Twitter, and I know that Gary will get back to you and, and answer, but just even having a consultation, you know, a free consultation with him, because he really does do a lot of social media consulting, and he knows what he's talking about when it, in terms of social media. Not everyone yet gets it when it comes to social media, but Gary is one of the guys that does get it, and he can always point you in the right direction. <clears throat> so that you're you're building business and not repelling. There's that word again. Yeah. You're not repelling those people that you would really love to have walk into your place of business. So, Gary, it was great to talk to you again. I oh, appreciate it's, your time. It's, it's a pleasure. Appreciate your kind words and the opportunity to uh, to work with you again. And hopefully, we'll 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 catch up again another time and share some more things. Always always wanting willing to be able to help wherever we can. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And you out there, you've been listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, where every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we release a new episode with great guests like Gary Loper. Go check him out, twitter.com. He's at Gary Loper. And uh, until next time, I would very much like you to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kalen at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kalen a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.